Good morning and thank you and welcome to WFHB's live monthly radio broadcast. We're brought to you from the Monroe County History Center Auditorium. We're here the second Saturday of every month and this Saturday is no exception. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for joining us live here at the Corner 6 in Washington Streets and thanks to our friends at the History Center for the venue. Special thanks this morning for our musical treat today and that's Marge Steiner this morning on WFHB Saturday's Child. Very happy to have Marge back with us here. It's been, I think, probably a little over a year at least. Something like that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was probably mm. last fall. So, yeah. Hey, come on down and join us here. We got coffee, juice, bagels, and schmears, courtesy of the Bloomington Bagel Company and the Runcible Spoon. Once again, we're at Corner 6 in Washington Street in the old library, as it used to be called. Well, I guess that's what it's called now. It used to be called <laughs> Just the Library. It's the Monroe County History Center Auditorium. There's no charge, folks. But for the charge you get from the show, Marge Steiner on WFHB's Saturday's Child. It's good to be back, and I want to reinforce what Dee said, so do not struggle, have a bagel. Or should I say, can we finagle Dee to say bagel? <laughs> all right, all right, I'll, I'll be good, otherwise you might, he might turn off the mic here. All right. The field mouse gave a birthday ball and asked her neighbors one and all. They held it in a splendid hole, most kindly lent by Mr. Mole. There was no end to nuts and roots, candied fruits and candied fruits. Juicy leaves were on to sup and dewdrops in an acorn cup. Said Mr. Hare unto his wife, I never yet in all my life received a letter small and pink like this. What is it, do you think? Said Mrs. Hare, it comes to call us both unto Miss Mouse's ball. Furbish up your coat and your tail so brown, and I'll put on my evening gown. Miss Frog was splashing in the pond, of which she was extremely fond. And when she heard the joyful news, she soon hopped out to change her shoes. They danced all night on the sandy floor, and there never was such a night before. Not one of them had a growl or a grouse, and they thanked the mole for the use of his house. Rum dilly doodle little diddle do, doodle idle dum de diddle do. Rum dee dum diddle diddle do, doodle idle dum de diddle do. Rum dee dum diddle diddle do, doodle idle dum de diddle do. Rum dee doodle diddle do, doodle idle dum de diddle do. The field mouse's birthday ball. That came from the singing of Peter Flanagan in County Fermanagh, Northern Ireland. Um, interestingly enough, there are no moles in Ireland. Um, but Sandy McConnell, who some of you might know, Cahill McConnell, it's Cahill's father, added that the last bit of the last verse because it didn't have one. Here's another whimsical song. Um, it's called Flimalimalee. Um, and it's related to child ballad number two, The Elfin Knight, in which the lover, the, the al in the original ballad, the elf um, 
tasked a maiden with impossible tasks, and if she didn't get them done, she would be taken away. So all that's lost here, but it's also, you might know Scarborough Fair. Well, this is kind of a version of that. And it comes from the singing of Lawrence Older, who was a wonderful Adirondack singer and fiddler from Middle Grove, New York. So here goes. Where are you going? I'm a going to the fair. Flimmalimmaly, Castleomaly. If you see my girl, tell her I'll be there to my castle-o, flossel-o, Castleomaly. Tell, tell her to make me a cambric shirt. Timalimmaly, flossel-o-ma-ly. Without one stitch of needlework to Macassalo, Flasolo, Flimacassalo, Mali. Tell her to wash it in yonder well, Flimalimali, Casalo, Mali. Where not one drop of water fell to Matassalo, Flasolo, Flimalimalima, Casalo, Mali. Tell her to dry it on yonder thorn, flimmalimmaly, castleomaly, where the sun ain't shone since Adam was born to Macassalo, Flasolo, flimmalimmalimma, castleomaly. Tell her to dry it on yonder thorn, flimmalimmaly, castleomaly, where the sun ain't shone since Adam was born to Macassalo, Flasolo. Where are you going? I'm a going to the fair. Flimmalimmaly, Castleomaly. If you see my love, tell him I'll be there to Macassalo, Flasolo, Flimmacassalasalasalomaly. Tell him to plow it with a ram's horn. Flimmalimmaly, Castleomaly. And sow it with a peppercorn to Macassalo, Flasolo, Flimmalimmalimmacassalomaly. Tell him to reap it with a penknife, Flimmalimmalimmacassalomaly. And haul it in with a yoke of mice to Macassalo, Flasolo, Flimmacassalasalomaly. Tell him to reap it with a goose quill, flimmalimmaly, castleomaly, and thrash it with an old oak eggshell to Macassalo, flasolo, flimmalimmaly, castleomaly. And when the fool has done his work, flimmalimmaly, castleomaly, then let him come and get his shirt to Macassalo, flasolo, flimmacassalasalasalomaly. and whimsical with a touch of supernatural. Um, well, since it's fall and it's gonna was just Halloween, um, we're going to have that kind of theme for a little bit. But this is still silly. And if you can imagine silliness and death in the same song, um, this is one of them. It comes from the Virginia ballad singer named Horton Barker, and he 
had a lot of the so-called big ballads that folklorists love, but he also had this one. It's called Blue Haired Jimmy. Well, he's gone forevermore, is our darling blue-haired boy. You'll never see our cross-eyed darling anymore. Like a dream, he passed away on the 39th of May. He never died so suddenly before. Oh, no more upon the mat will he play with pussy cat. No more between his teeth he'll squeeze her tail. No more he'll rub her nose on the red heart iron stove. For darling brother Jimmy's kicked the pail. We could tell he was departing by the color of his breath. We saw his eyebrows dropping in the mud. And the doctor said the only way to save the boy from death was to stop the circulation of his blood. So we gently bathed his head in a pot of boiling lead, and then we gently laid him down to rest. But in the night a burglar came and stole into the room and swiped the mustard plaster off his chest. Oh, we filled his mouth with glue to try and bring him to, but alas, for all our efforts were in vain. And last of all we tried, but he sneezed and smiled and died, and blew his nose and smiled and died again. Well, he's gone forevermore at the age of ninety-four. There's no one on this earth his life could save. So I'm going to the barber shop to fill his last request and plant a bunch of whiskers on his grave. Pretty silly. <laughs> now I've got a Halloween song. If I can find my idiot sheet here. Uh, to the right? Oh, on that? Oh, over there. Over there. It's a, it, well, it's a good thing that you and radio can't see this. but um, Okay, as some of you know, I did my doctoral field work in a, a village, town, town, uh, and area, village and townland area called Newtown Butler in Northern Ireland in County Fermanagh on the border with the Irish Republic. And this actually happened in 1953. Some tricksters decided to take off the gates um, of their neighbors. And there was one man who did not take it in stride, the bread man, and he took the young, the youth to court who did this. And this was actually a cross-community effort because, as you know, Northern Ireland was, and still is to some extent, but not as much, um, was a hotbed of um, ethnic or sectarian violence. But this was, both Catholics and Protestants had a hand in this little caper. And so the song, both George Latimer, who was a Protestant, and Patty Sherry, a Catholic, participated in the caper and wrote the song. And this is to the tune of 
the Boston Burglar, which was very, very popular in Northern Ireland. I've, I've never sung this before, so it's called The Bread Man's Gate. Twas on a cold October eve in 1953 The tricksters of this country set out in youthful glee To uphold that ancient custom that cannot be put down To take off all gates along the road and throw rockets in the town Twas done by our ancestors, they had many a chase in view but this is the tale of the bread man's gate to his living in drum crew. When he awoke next morning and saw the gate was gone, he had no hesitation to the police force he run. He says they broke me tarmac path, an awful thing to do. They made a show of the Orlet Row last night an old drum crew. The police they got out on beat, it was their heart's delight to get the set of blackguards who were out on Halloween night. They came around our countryside, twas on the Sabbath day, and soon they had them one and all, for they hadn't much delay. They first came down to Sandholes and then to Corner Brass, for as the bread man had foretold, no gates these lads could pass. They rounded up the other lads from country and from town. They cautioned them to tell the truth, their names all written down. And no excuse was taken, no settlement could come. They summoned them for playing tricks around swanky people's homes. The next law day in Newtown, it was an awful sight to see these young lads' parents and the bread man going to fight. We all were fined a pound apiece, which ought to let us know. We should have let the bread man be, and the gate in the arlet row. <laughs> the bread man's gate. And apparently the bread man, because he did not take this in stride, um, lost a lot of trade, and people, they wouldn't, he wouldn't speak to people for years, so or vice versa, I suppose. Um, well, this is another song from Northern Ireland, much more serious. It's called Sweet William's Ghost, and Patty Tunney sang this, among other things. So, um, And it's also a child ballad. As you might know, um, Francis James Child was the great annotator of English Scot and Scottish and Irish ballads, um, and he annotated them from up until 1898, and there's like a five-volume set of these and 305 of them. And he had a pretty good notion of what was in oral tradition. Okay, enough erudition. Let's sing the song. Lady Margaret, she lay on her fine feather bed. The midnight hour drew near when a ghostly form came to her room and to her it did appear appear and to her it did appear are you my father the king she said or are you my brother john 
or are you my true love sweet william coming home from scotland along along coming home from scotland along i'm not your father the king he said nor am i your brother john but i'm your own sweet william coming home from scotland along along coming home from scotland along oh margaret lady margaret he said for love or for charity will ye give me back my plighted troth which once love i gave thee gave thee which once love i gave thee i'll not give you back your plighted troth nor any such a thing until you bring me to my father's hall where oft times we have been have been where oft times we have been and he took her then to her own father's hall and as they entered in the gates flew open of their own free will for to let young william in in to let young william in oh margaret lady margaret he said for love or for charity will ye give me back that treasure troth that once love i gave thee gave thee that once love i gave thee i'll not give you back your plighted troth nor any such a thing until you take me to my father's hall and married me with a ring a ring and marry me with a ring he took her then to yon high churchyard and as they entered in the gates flew open of their own free will for to let young william in in to let young william in oh margaret lady margaret he said for love or for charity will ye give me back my plighted troth that once love i gave thee gave thee that once love i gave thee so out of her pocket she drew a cross and she laid it on his breast saying here is back your plighted troth in heaven may your soul find rest rest in heaven may your soul find rest oh the wind do blow and the moorcock crow it's nearly breaking day 
and it's time that the living should part from the dead so now my love i must away away so now my love i must away sweet william's ghost and a song on a similar theme that is known in the Canadian Maritimes and perhaps elsewhere. Um, it is a song about a guy that is presumably killed in a lumbering accident. And I got this from Marie Hare, who was a wonderful ballad singer up uh, in Miramichi, New Brunswick. That was my other field site and remains my other field site. I just went to the 60th Miramichi Folk Song Festival. I have been to 31 of them. Wow. It's, it's, uh, it was started as a venue for the old lumbermen to sing their songs unaccompanied. And when I was first started going uh, in 1986, there were still a lot of people who had experienced the woods firsthand and had lived sometimes incredibly hard lives. And Marie, Marie's husband, Pearlie, had been a lumberman, and her, her parents had, or his, her father had worked in the woods as well. But I, I knew Marie and worked with her from 1986 until her death in 2004. So she gave me this song. It's called The Lost Jimmy Whalen, and I, I know I can't sing it as she did, but I will do my best and... Hopefully she's smiling down on us. Slowly I strayed by the banks of a river, watching the sunbeams as evening drew nigh. As onward I rambled, I espied a fair damsel. She was weeping and wailing with many's a sigh. Weeping for one who now lies sleeping. Weeping for one whom no mortal could save. As the dark rolling waters encircled around him. As onwards they swept towards young Jimmy's grave. Jimmy, she said, won't you come to me, darling, and give me sweet kisses as oft you have done, for to hold me again in your strong loving arms. For to see me again, love, please come from your tomb. Slowly there rose from the depths of the river A vision of beauty as bright as the sun With robes of crimson encircled around him for to speak with this fair one, and thus he begun. Oh, why have you called me from those realms of glory back to the earth 
I so soon had to leave, for to hold you again in my strong loving arms, for to see you once more, love, I have come from my grave. Jimmy, she said, won't you tarry here with me, and never, no, never, no more from me leave. Then take me away with you, Jimmy, my darling, for to sleep with you down in your lone silent grave. Dearest, he said, you are asking a favor, which is not in my power for to grant unto thee. For death is a dagger that keeps us asunder. Wide is the gulf, love, between you and me. But still as you wander alone by the river, I will always be near you to watch and to pray. I will ever endeavor for to keep you from danger until death calls you down to your lone silent grave. One more sweet kiss and then I must leave you. One more sweet kiss, love, and then we must part. Cold were the arms that encircled around her, but warm was the bosom she pressed to his heart. Throwing herself on the ground, she wept bitterly, with the deepest of anguish these words she did say oh you are my darling you're my lost jimmy whalen i will sigh till i die by the side of your grave Do I have time to launch into the sort of sort of related, but also the other thing that we're dealing with is November 11th and Remembrance Day. I, do we have time to do that, or should are we up to the second half, or what? Okay. Um, so we may need to. Whoops, guitar. I can't think of a greater horror than war. And we have, I forgive me for preaching, but we have an administration that seems to be anxious to take us to war and even nuclear war. And I will tell you, I am frightened. But there is another way. I believe there's another way. But I, wanna, I want to sing some songs that I think speak for themselves. This first one, is I think Bert Lloyd, A.L. Lloyd, the English folklorist, is largely responsible for composing this, I think. Although, I mean, he, he had songs to work with. It, it, uh, 
is called The Recruited Collier, and it's from the standpoint of a woman whose lover is pressed into service during the Napoleonic Wars. Again, it's called The Recruited Collier. Hopefully this is still in tune. Oh, what's the matter with you, my lass? And where's your dashin' Jimmy? The soldier boys have ta'en him up. They've sent him far, far from me. Last payday he went into town, and them red-coated fellows enticed him in, made him drink had he better gone to the gallows. The very sight of his cockade, it sets us all a-crying. Me, I nearly fainted twice. I thought that I was dying. My father would have paid the smart had he run for the golden guinea. But the sergeant swore he'd kiss the book. Now they've got young Jimmy. When Jimmy talks about the wars, it's worse than death to hear him. I have to go and hide my face because I cannot bear him. A brigadier or grenadier, he says they're bound to make him. But I, he laughs and cracks his jokes bids me not forsake him. As I crossed o'er the stubble field, below it runs the seam, I thought of Jimmy, you in there, but it was all a dream. He used the very coals we burn, and when the fire I'm lighting, to think the coals was in his hands, it sets my heart a-beating. Then break my heart, and then it's o'er. Oh, break my heart, my dearie, and lay me in the cold, cold ground of single life I'm weary. Art Steiner, folks, how about it on WFHB Saturday's Child? Fantastic. Hey, listen, you're tuned to WFHB 91.3 and 98.1 FM, 100.7 in Nashville and 106.3 in Ellettsville. This is Saturday's Child. We're here with Marge Steiner. Stick around. we got a whole other half to go. Fantastic music and some cool stories. We'll be right back on your community radio station.
in case you don't know, we're here at the Monroe County History Center. We're in the auditorium. It's right on the corner of 6th and Washington Streets. We've got some fantastic folks in the audience here. We've got a lot of fantastic folks at home. And we've got a fantastic musical treat this morning with Marge Steiner. We'll be talking to Marge in just a minute. But before we do, I want to let you know that uh, we've got some great sponsors that have been helping us out for many, many years here on WFHB and for Saturday's Child, and including the Bloomington Bagel Company and the Runcible Spoon. And, and they've never once complained about how I say Bloomington. Uh, so we, we appreciate that for them. Uh, by the way, uh, in case you're wondering, we have next month the Kim Robbins Band, and that'll be the second Saturday of December. So go ahead and look at your calendar, and you can phone in the date, because I have no idea what it is. Um, but it's not unlike me to forget dates. In fact, um, I made many people angry by forgetting dates. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Okay. Well, hey, uh, also I want to let you know that we've got uh, some great music lined up for you in January and up through February, and I'm going to tell you about that at the end of the show this morning. So you're going to have fun with that. And one of the things that you might not know about Saturday's Child is we've been now on the air for 23 and a half years. Yeah. So our first show was March of 1994 uh, when Jeff Morris, I remember, came up to me one day and said, hey, we're thinking about doing this live show in the Arts Center. Um, if it works out, we, we, we might do a regular gig out of it. We're not really sure what, at this point, but uh, would you be interested in being the MC for the show or the announcer? And I said, well, sure, it sounds pretty fun. And at that time, my oldest daughter was uh, about two months shy of being born. Uh, and she's now a school teacher. Uh, she teaches eighth grade Spanish. So uh, that tells you how long we've been on the air. We've been on the air so long that I'm older than Jeffrey was when we started. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a fantastic crew that works with us and they don't get a whole lot of attention um but they ought to i mean on the radio show they get plenty at home i'm sure but uh marion Kennedy is our uh, uh one of our our main folks here getting the sound systems together and making sure everything's happening oh, jim That's over nice. there is coordinating with the studio and of course jeffrey's the man on the board and joe loop does just about everything else um i don't do much i just kind of walk in and do this and uh and walk back out so but how about a hand for our fantastic crew here on saturday's child and the last thing i'm yeah thank you marge last thing i do before we get back to the show is um we've got some fantastic regular members of the audience who are pretty much always here um not all of them are here today uh maybe it's the weather but uh those people who have been our regular uh, audience members for a gazillion years. We, we can't tell you how much we appreciate that, both at home and here in the studio. So thanks a lot for that. Marge, how are you doing today? You sound fantastic. Thank you very much. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. So um, some of this we talk about, well, maybe just a little bit, as we talked about last time you are here, but, um, but there are a whole new, there's a whole new group of people out in the world here today. Mm-hmm. And so uh, can you tell us a little bit about how long you were in the Northern Ireland and, and how your interest got spawned up there and, and, and what was your mission when you first went over to, to start mining this stuff? Yeah, well, I made my first trip to Northern Ireland in 1978, so 39 years ago now. Um, and I had always had a passion for traditional song. And I decided that I wanted to do my doctoral work in a community that had still had a very vibrant living song tradition. 
There wasn't a, a folk song revival back then. You could just walk into McQuillan's pub any night and Big John McGuire and any number of singers might be there and it would be spontaneous. Big John McGuire, give us a song. And he would say, oh, no, I'm too tired. And he'd come up with some excuse. And people would pester him until he sang. And then the, then it would continue on with an, and people would be, uh, other singers would be pestered and they would decline and then it would go go on. But anyway, it was just, I didn't have to do anything as a folklorist. I could just walk into stuff and walk into or be invited to people's houses where people would be singing. Uh, but I also did formal interviews too. Um, and the the um, back then when I was there, there was a window in time when it was really a a folklorist's dream um, with regard to music and other forms of expressive culture as well. So that's how I started in Northern Ireland, but I started even before that, when I was a kid, I was exposed to traditional song and music on radio stations, found out who Woody Guthrie was at age 12, because I listened to the radio a lot. Then I read John Lomax's Adventures of a Ballad Hunter. He had, Alan Lomax had uh, um, interviewed Woody Guthrie, and some of those Library of Congress recordings were issued to the public. But anyway, so I read uh, John Lomax's Adventures of a Ballad Hunter, and I went, that's what I want to do. So that's what that I'm doing. Was, and that was an early age, that right? That was, yeah, I was 14 when I decided I was going to be a folklorist. That's fantastic. So yeah, how cool! A well, few yeah. few years ago. Yeah, then that's a mission. So that's, it's a know, mission. It's been twenty years, and how more um, than that? Oh, really? <laughs> um, I just turned sixty-five. It's no secret. Ah. So it's been a long time, and uh, so Northern Ireland and Canada have been where I've sort of spent the bulk of my time. So if you go back to Northern Ireland now, is that folk tradition still sort of alive and well, or is it kind of died out? Well, it's different now. It's it's different now. I I actually got to go back to Newtown Butler in the summer of 2016. And Celtus Keltori Aaron, which is kind of a national and even international music organization, has sort of taken over everywhere, and they have music competitions and it's become and the people who do this tend to be young people um so kiltus which was not a factor when i was there initially is now big over there and i i got there towards the end of the fermana flacchiol which is the big music competition and that was held in newtown uh that year so it was very very different Many of the singers that I had worked with back in the 70s and 80, 80s were no longer with us. I mean, there were a few left. Uh, George, the, Latimer, the Latimers were around. I sang The Bread Man's Gate. Um, and uh, George and Ina Latimer is, are still around, and I spent a delightful afternoon with them um, when I was there. So, so there are some around, but but not very many anymore. Yeah, well, it's nice, it seems, that the, that the I mean, from a from a outsider's perspective, if that's what it is, that that you see a lot of younger people getting involved because that's how art dies, right? And uh, and so I would think that maybe there's something heartening about that. That 
that the younger, people, younger folks are taking up the mantle of the traditional music to some extent. Well, hopefully. The, the, in the cultist scene, there tends to be less emphasis on local music. But I would like... To, I was only there for two weeks, two and a half weeks, and then I went and gave a paper at the University of Limerick. But I would like to... I'd, I'd like to go back for a, a longer period and really get a better feel for what's going on. That'd be great. And it'll be great to hear a little. You got a little more in you for us today? We got, we got about 15 minutes left. We good? Can you okay, use, yeah? sure. That'd be well, fantastic. I'm, and by the way, yeah. we did hear a phrase here that you won't hear the rest of the week, a folklorist dream. <laughs> Speaking of a folklorist well, dream. Well, maybe, maybe somebody can write a song or a tune called the folklorist dream. Maybe that's my challenge. There you go. Marge Steiner with a new challenge on WFHB. Well, I was going to do, okay, got a choice, folks. I was going to do one more song pertaining to war. Um, I saw an Eric Bogle song and the band played Waltzing Matilda. I could do that or I could do some silly stuff. So what do you guys want? Uh, All right, we'll do some silly stuff. I gotta get my guitar again. There we go. All right, we I guess we we need a little levity. Okay. Simple little Nancy Brown from way down east come into town. She went to see a soikish show and met a nice young man, you know. La tiley ileum, tiley ily ileum, la tiley ileum, oh how bright the moon was. Little Miss Muffet across the way, she fainted in her bath one day. Her sister didn't know what to do, so how do you suppose she brought her to? La tiley ileum, tiley ily ileum, la tiley ileum, she slapped her on her ankle oh margie york said to her ma i think i'd like to be a star she got a chance somewhere in france and the first time that she did her dance la tiley ileum tiley ily ileum la tiley ileum she fell and broke her contract (laughs) there's more but mercifully that's all i remember (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was uh, a song from the, Cat, the Catskills. There's more to the Catskills than the Borscht Belt, although the Borscht Belt is pretty interesting, too. That came from a guy named Harry Seamson. And uh, there are a lot of silly songs in the Catskills. I don't know why, but there are a lot of them. And here's one. I always seem to do this one, and it's got a chorus. It goes, Bessie the heifer, the queen of all the cows. She gives more milk than any law allows. In the morning she gives pasteurized, in the evening gives homogenized. Bessie the heifer, the queen of all the cows. And you can join in on that. My father bought me a little calf. For a Christmas present once I picked a little heifer Cause both of us was runts 
She didn't seem to have much sense, but she grew up somehow. When it comes to giving milk, she's an educated cow. Bessie the heifer, the queen of all the cows. She gives more milk than any law allows. In the morning, she gives pasteurized. In the evening, gives homogenized. Bessie the heifer, the queen of all the cows. I took her to the county fair to try and win a prize. She knew just what was going on, I could see it in her eyes. She looked a little nervous, but she tried so hard to please. When we got to milk her, all we got was cottage cheese. From Bessie the heifer, the queen of all the cows. She gives more milk than any law allows. In the morning she gives pasteurized, in the evening gives homogenized. Bessie the heifer, the queen of all the cows. I planted me a tater patch to try and raise some dough, to take a short vacation with some city friends I know. But Papa wouldn't milk her, no matter how I nagged. So Pa took my vacation, leaving me to hold the bag with Bessie the heifer, the queen of all the cows. She gives more milk than any law allows. In the morning she gives pasteurized, in the evening gives homogenized. Bessie the heifer, the queen of all the cows. A little shameless self-promotion that is on my CD, which is for sale here, and I am assisted ably on that CD by Andy Cohen, who is a master guitarist, which clearly I am not. So it's it's really nice to have Andy backing me, and also Gray Larson. We, we did it in Gray's studio. So the CD is here, and uh, we hope you will avail yourself and peruse and maybe even buy. So... Um, I will do another one that's on the CD, another Catskill song, and I'll, and I'll just do it unaccompanied. Come all you pretty fair maids of courage brave and true, I'll tell ya how for to happy live and avoid all troubles too. I'll tell ya how for to happy live and plainly understand. You must never try to fall in love with a good-looking man. When I was sixteen years of age, a damsel in my prime, I gaily sought for wedded life where pleasures I would find. Says I to myself, now is the time, so try it if you can. And every day, I looked about for my good-looking man. Oh, my wish, it seems, it came too soon on a Sunday afternoon. As onwards home from church I tripped, I met this gay gossoon. He looked so nice about the face, to wed him it was my plan. And every day I set my cap for that good-looking man oh it was just two weeks after wed we were on a sunday afternoon as onwards home oh dear oh 
on my uh was two weeks after some wed we were on a sunday afternoon my gent stepped out and so did i to take a pleasure's roam my gent stepped out and so did i to watch him it was my plan and soon another girl i spied with my good look and man oh they hugged they kissed the tales of love to you i cannot tell says i to myself now is the time to dust you off right well says i to myself now is the time as onwards home i ran and there sat down to watch and wait for my good looking man oh just as the clock was striking ten my willie he came in says i to him o oh, willie dear where have you thus long been i've been to church o oh, maggie dear with that i could not stand the rolling pin i then let fly at my good-looking man oh i pulled his hair i blacked his eye in ribbons i tore his clothes i then picked up the poker and laid it across his nose he looked just like a chimney-sweep as out of the door he ran and there's never a lady loved again by my good-looking man so come all you unmarried people of high and low degree if ever you get a rakish lad pitch into him like me for when i saw i was deceived i thought it my very best plan to tighten the check and break the neck of my good-looking man I, I don't necessarily recommend the course of action that this woman takes. So I guess we're probably getting toward the end, I suppose. Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry? A couple, couple more? Okay. Um, if, and also, if there's anything that those of you who have heard me before, if there's anything that you've heard me do before or if there's anything that you think I might know, um, please um, do ask. Um, anybody? Um, didn't the one that did something about the, about the funeral where the whole woman died? Um, there are a couple of them like that. Um, but um, I, I need to... Uh, um, yeah, I, and John McGuire actually collected a version of it, but I haven't learned it to sing. But I'll sing it for you next time. But, um, and then there's Pat Malone, forgot that he was dead. He riz up in the coffin and he said, uh, that's, that's, another that's, a, that's another one from New York State. So I'll have both of those next time. Um, okay, I got a silly one. Um, and this is audience precipitation, folks. Um, this is the old piper, and you guys get to be the drones of a bagpipe. So on cue... Or the chorus, let's see. Hmm. Okay, so I want to hear you go. Ah. We'll try this. There you go. And, and I'll, uh, so we'll do this on the chorus, and I'll go. Okay, let's, let's try it. Go, I want everybody to drone now. Very good. There was an old piper, old and hoary, that lived in the town of Balagory. 
Now this old piper he played before Moses. And this was all the tune that he could play. Now, Now this old piper, old and hoary, that lived in the town of Balagory, he died one day and he went down below, and this was all the tune that he could play. Now when the devil saw this old man, he said, put him down in the frying pan. For this is another old piper, I vow. Put him down with the rest for to play. Okay, one other silly one. Oh, we'll end on. I mean, the the um my my motto has always been speak seriously but carry a big shtick. <laughs> Keep my day job, right? <laughs> this is the Knickerbocker line, also from the Catskills, and it's got a tongue twister chorus. It goes with a rig jig, a rig jig jig, come skin a a honey do, and buy away me do. Do you go away, my honey do, and never do come back? It's a weary road to travel, and the car jumped the track. Oh, I sent my love a letter, and I sealed it with a wafer. Didn't seal it with sealing wax for fear it wouldn't go safer. Didn't send it through the mail for fear it wouldn't go on time. So I touched it to the telegraph of the Knickerbocker line with the rig jig, a rig jig jig. Come skin a a honey do, and buy away me do. Do you go away, my honey do, and never do come back? It's a weary road to travel, and the car jumped the track. Oh, my gal, she is a tailor, tailor she has betrayed. Many a pair of pantaloons by my request she's made. She's begin them in the morning, finishes them by time. She's a regular, don't you push me on the knickerbocker line. With a rig, jig, a rig, jig, jig, come skin a do a honey-doo, and buy away me do. Dig go away, my honey-doo, never do come back. It's a weary road to travel, and the car jumped the track. If you want to see my gal, you'd better go down Broadway. She parades the Bowery from 8 to 10 each day. And if anyone should see her a little before her time, she's a regular, don't you touch me on the Knickerbocker line. With the rig, jig, a rig, jig, jig, come skin a do a honey-doo, and buy away me do. Do you go away, my honey-doo, and never do come back? It's a weary road to travel, and the car jumped the track. All right, folks, how about it? Marge Steiner on WFHB. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Marge. That was wonderful. And there are CDs for sale. CDs right over there. And uh, all kinds of fun 
in store for you here for the for the rest of the year on Saturday's right. Child. We have one more show, and that's who's, the Kim Robbins Band. It's the Kim Robbins Band on December 9th. Cool. Um, and uh, we'll be, so be back for that. It's the second Saturday, as we were here. The creator, engineer, and executive producer of Saturday's Child is Jeff Morris. Our longtime, fantastically dedicated, selfless, amazing producer, Mike Kelsey. We'll talk more Yay. about Mike next month. And the studio engineer this morning, uh, uh, Ben Thompson and Jack Lasky this morning. Our production power is provided by the four members of the Saturday's Child Power Trio, Marion Condity, Joe Loop, Ilsa Ackerbergs, and Jim Lang. WFHB Music Director, Mr. Jim Mannion. Our general manager is Jar Turner. Thanks a lot to our sponsors and our help from the Monroe County History Center Auditorium, the Bloomington Bagel Com- Company, and the Runcible Spoon. My name is D. James for WFHB Saturday's Child and Sundog Productions. Stay tuned for Rural Roots right here on your community radio station, 91.3, 98.1, 100.7, and 106.3 WFHB. Be...